0: I'm Marissa Norcross.
1: And I'm Dave Freund, and this is The Next Page. Marissa, how are you?
0: I am terrific. How are That's you? awesome!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing pretty well today.
0: I had to uh, steal your line because you always outdo me.
1: <laughs> and if somebody, well, if they hadn't listened to last week's, they have no idea what that was all about.
0: No, you have to go back.
1: But I'm, I'm doing well. And I'm glad that you are terrific. It was another beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Sun was shining.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: when I woke up this morning, it was 13 degrees. Yeah. But the sun was shining. <laughs> yep. That's, which is always good.
0: Yeah, that's good. I I, I looked at my walk because it was so beautiful this morning. I thought, oh, you know, maybe I'll start my morning walks again. Um I I'm not even going to say I walk all year. I don't. I just am a you know fair weather walker. And then I looked at my phone and it said feels like one degree.
1: Yeah, no, stay at home. I will
0: enjoy the sun from inside.
1: (laughs) Right. Put on another sweater, put a log on the fire. Mm -hmm. So we we we're kind of taking a break for a couple weeks from our monuments. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So instead of monuments, we went to the hardware store. (laughs) Sort of. So I didn't tell you what this was about. I just kind of sent you the post. And what was your first thought when you saw the title?
2: I
0: had a feeling I knew the direction you were going in. Okay. Because I, th- I think we have, you and I have discussed this before.
1: We probably have. Yeah. So today we start um, a two-session series on ladders. Mm-hmm. And I want to give the folks an idea of where I had this idea. So um, this is the time of year. It's it's in early March and then also in late August when my John Maxwell team has our international certification event. And one of the beauties of, of uh, coming out of the COVID environment is that they do it virtually and they never used to do it virtually. So now um, we still aren't able to be in person. We're hoping that you know, God willing, in August we'll be able to be in person. But having a virtual, a uh, virtual session allows me to do it twice a year rather than just once a year. So I was doing uh, some of this training last Saturday, and John was talking about ladders and holding ladders for people. And it, and it, I was reminded of the fact that in his book Leadership, he talked about ladders. and And I really want us to look. We're going to look at a total of four different phases. Of ladders, and you know, if you think about ladders, where would we be without ladders? Um, we, you know, I'm like five eleven and a half, six feet tall, depending on the shoe I wear, type thing. So, <laughs> you know, if I and I don't have the longest arms, I mean, I can, yes, I can. If I stand on my tippy toes, I can touch my ceiling, my eight foot ceilings, but that's it. Without a ladder, I'd never be able to reach anything higher than that. And John. Does a really nice job of explaining climbing a ladder, and we're not when I talk about climbing a ladder, I'm not talking about you know climbing on top of people to get to the climb to the top of the hill and mm-hmm. you know be the king of the hill and the one that gets the most gold type of thing but it's it's a pattern of growth where it's one step at a time and and there was there were a couple quotes you know one of them that I loved was you know there's nothing that is more sad than climbing the ladder of success and getting to the top and realizing it was leaning up against the wrong wall.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I want us to realize that, yes, we've got to make sure that when we climb a ladder, it's up against the right wall, that, it, that the ladder we're climbing is in line with our, with our purpose in our life. Um, and then the other thing that I think we need to realize is climbing a ladder is good. Yep, because we can't stay put. We have to continually grow and climb and strive to our to our highest potential. So the first part is really for us climbing the ladder. We're gonna to get to what we do as leaders with the ladder, as you can guess, with with holding the ladder. But when we when we're gonna climb our ladder, first of all, we need to figure out what what wall does it get leaned up against. And hopefully, in all of our podcasts, which you and I were talking earlier today, and We're almost at four years, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Somehow I lost a year. I have no idea how. (laughs) I thought it was three. And then you said, no, because remember, we're getting close to episode 200, which means it's right. Mm -hmm. That's why you have a younger, sharper mind than I (laughs) do. So we know we're leaning up against the right wall. Then we have to ask ourselves, what are our strengths? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: What's our giftedness? I love how Liz Wiseman talks about native genius. Every human being has native genius. And one of the great privileges of being a leader is helping to discover other people's native genius. So what's your own native genius? And, and we've, we, I know we've done our closest friend assessments multiple times, but that might be how you need to get a better picture on your strengths or your native genius. Mm-hmm. And then the next question we need to ask ourselves is what are our opportunities? Um, we, you know, are, are we aware of the opportunities that are around us? Do we have great, you know, um, situational awareness where we can see opportunities opening up? And, and when, we, when we were going through the beginnings of the pandemic, I did a lot of teachings on in the center of difficulty is, is great opportunity. So you're going to find opportunity if you're looking for it. And then the next one is, for us as an individual, am I taking steps every day? I think that's critical. Mm-hmm. Now it doesn't mean climbing the ladder to the top every
3: day. It means just take a step. Yeah, and I mean, and there's days, a, there's you know, a lot in some day, You know, sometimes it's just
0: cultivating that courage to take the next step to get to right. that next rung on the ladder.
1: Right. Exactly. And so, as I was thinking about this, um, and I actually I actually used this example. In a teaching at my church this past week, um, I, I asked the question, how many of you folks have ever climbed on a ladder that wasn't on level ground? You know, of course, you, of course you won't catch me have. doing that. No, <laughs> not in the literal so, sense. <laughs> right. And so I asked and I asked the group, I said, so what do you do when you have a ladder that's not on level ground? and i and i knew some of the folks in the room and i knew some of what they cuz i've i've held their ladder type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And the one person said, "Well, i usually get somebody to help by holding the ladder." Mhm. Hmm. That kind of gets into our second one. But what i wanted to get at now is so for ourselves even before we get somebody to hold our ladder, we got to make sure we're on level ground. And and what i mean by that is there needs to be a firm foundation of integrity and strong character. And you and I kind of touched on this before when we said, you know, when I said my concern was that people would think ill of talking about climbing a ladder. And, Mm -hmm. you know, why is it, Marissa, that people might have a bad taste in their mouth when we talk about climbing the ladder of success?
0: I think sometimes people associate, you know, climbing the ladder of success with um, a more uh solo venture that you're only thinking yes. about yourself and you're just trying to you know be be the the king of the mountain as you said earlier right. uh, um right. and and but if you change the wording right you there's a lot of ways you could word this you could say strive to be your best you uh you know reach your full potential i mean it's, exactly it's words and i think what what we're trying to do is um you know, I guess, dissociate that negative connotation and look at not just ladder climbing but what comes with it and after yes. it. Um, yes, very it,
1: good. Oh, I love that yeah and 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 we've we've also all of us have seen the the results of people that just climb over people to get to the top.
0: Yeah, that's different. <laughs>
1: And yeah, and that's why we have this bad taste in our mouth about mm-hmm. climbing the ladder. Um, and the ladder is just an uh, um, an image of, of growth. And so one of the things is, so once we make sure that our ladder is on level ground, so you're willing to climb, um, that level ground needs to be integrity and strong character. And if that's our foundation, we won't need to worry about what people think as we climb because it's not about us. It's about... Mm-hmm everyone it's about the team getting better it's about the organization growing the next n- note that i had here was never step over people while you're climbing ever you know if you're climbing over people you're going to have a fall and all those people that you step on on the way to climb to the top are the same people you meet on the way back down and i I've, I've seen that happen where people were just so driven to win at all costs that they climb over people Mm -hmm. that's not what we're talking about so you want to make sure you're never ever stepping on someone to get an advantage another one is don't skip the rungs on a ladder um i i've had some interesting ladder moments physical moment moments (laughs) Uh, i remember when i was building my house that was a long time ago i was 27 and i was carrying Shingles, bundles of shingles up on the roof, and a bundle of shingles, if I'm not mistaken, weighs like eighty pounds. Wow. Um, and and I just I remember this like it was yesterday. I was, I had the extension ladder turned the wrong way, so instead of so that the when I was climbing, instead of the 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 next level of the ladder being on the bottom side, it was on the top side. So I smashed my knee into it. You know as as I with this eighty pound bundle of shingles on my shoulder, and it was just like it hurts so bad, you don't want to drop the shingles, but the point was I wasn't careful with the ladder mm-hmm. it was set up wrong um and then I also it once because you do it 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 changes the the spacing of the rungs, and more than once, I would be going up or down a ladder, and the rung like I would miss a rung, and it was just like a bad scenario. That's that's why I don't build houses for a living. <laughs> but if you skip a rung, you're going to fall. And and as we grow, our growth our growth compounds with each step because we build on the previous step. So if you skip it, you've got nothing to build on. John Maxwell in his book says, "Step back occasionally to rest, reflect and gain perspective." And I think that's probably good. You can't just keep you know, I'm saying take a step every day, but John's probably right. There mm-hmm. probably needs to be times when we need to set back and just sit and reflect.
0: Well, I, I was thinking, too, while the literal sense, a ladder is very linear and straight, a straight line up. Yep. Um, in this metaphorical sense, it's not linear. It's not going to always right. be one foot in front of the other that takes you know a sure. direct path up the ladder it's yes it's going to you know sometimes it means taking a step back you know maybe yeah. maybe your health requires you to take a step back temporarily yes. and then move Very back good. up the rungs or a family member needs you um you know it's it's not, this is a non-linear route
1: right I- exactly mm-hmm. and you know when you're talking about that you know that the it's a, it's not a linear route I, I, one of the things that I commented on when I did this teaching the other night, and, and I said, have you ever had ladder been on uneven ground? And one of my sons said, well, there are all kinds of ladders that can help you deal with that. And I'm like, no, that's not my point. <laughs> I wasn't trying to find a way to build on uneven ground. I was just trying to say that you need to have level ground, mm-hmm. but you're right. It's, it's, it's going to look different and it's, and there's going to be times when we rest. One of my, one of my mentors that I really value a lot, I was, um. I noticed one of his Facebook posts, uh, Paul Martinelli, who um, was really the, the 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 vision behind the John Maxwell team. He posted a thing today where he said, um, I was getting to the point where I realized I was almost out of energy mm-hmm. and I needed to take a week to rest.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I thought, wow, I just I was, you know, I, I and I, I kind of commented, you know, he's always teaching even when he's teaching us, that sometimes you got to take that step back. Mm-hmm. Um, always value the people who are holding the ladder for you. And in, in one of my teachings, um, What Got You Here Won't Get You There, I, which is based on Marshall Goldsmith's book by that name, I, I really get the classes to think about and identify who were the people that helped you achieve what you have. Because none of us get there on our own. If if I look back at my my career, there were always people holding the ladder, giving me an opportunity, encouraging me to try something, and and that's you know where where John is saying you got to make sure you value these,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which so now we're we're at a point where we are successful, and and your know, success is very personal, so it's whatever it means to you. But we've achieved things. We've accomplished things. You know, we're not the novice anymore. And then the next thing we need to start doing as leaders is trying to determine who can we hold the ladder for?
3: And that, this is a, this is,
1: this becomes a task that really takes a lot of thought because we want to make sure that we are holding the rat ladder. For the right people and the the point about holding the ladder is you know how high will others go if they just had a little bit of help so we have to begin to look out over our teams and say who is it that we think with just a little bit of extra support and help could really get climbing now it, it's interesting that you know um there was a quote that i that i put here that, that talked about, you know, one of the problems is that there's all these people standing. This is not, the, the quote was much better, but I can't find it. Um, there's, there's always so many people standing around the bottom of the ladder, but very few are willing to climb. So the first thing we want to do is we want to find somebody that really seems to have a heart to want to climb. So we're looking for somebody that has this, this desire, this desire deep down inside that they really, really want to climb. So for us, the first thing that has to happen for us is that we have to have a servant heart. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really big on the concept of servant leadership. And, and, and so it, you have to, if you're going to be a a a ladder holder and a mentor, you have to realize it's never about you. It's always about the other person.
3: Marissa, how How do you think,
1: how obvious is it to people when it's, when the leader has it being about them versus the other person? I don't know if I asked that question.
0: (laughs) I think it's usually pretty obvious.
1: In what ways?
0: I I think you can, it's observable. You can tell if if someone values others um, or if they're only valuing themselves. And I think, you know, in, in this, in relation to ladder holding, I think you're right. It is really important to prepare yourself first before you enter in on that journey with someone else and really be, be ready to take on that project. Um, Yeah. You know, it's not just saying, Oh, I'm going to hold the ladder. It's, you know, really walking alongside that person on their journey. And, and I, you know, identifying who that person could be is part of it, and then also being there for them to exactly. continually hold the ladder and, you know, teach them how to properly, you know, place the ladder as you learned with your shingles. <laughs> That's <Sure>. important. Oh, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I'll never forget that. Yeah.
1: That, you know, and you, you, you transitioned really nice into that next step, which is that availability. <laughs> You're, you need to be there. And they need to know that you're going to be there. Um, I, I remember, you know, one of my, and I've talked about him a lot, but, but Don Dew, who was the chairman of the board at Self Lock when, when, when I was named president. Boy, talk about a ladder holder. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always there. Now, was he always in my office? No. But he made sure that I knew that any time, day or night, he would be there for me. -hmm. And he would answer any question that I might have. And the next step then is that really, if you're a ladder holder, you will attract people who want to climb. Mm -hmm. If people see you as a person that really wants to enable and help, enable in a good way, not a bad way, but someone who wants to help facilitate, (coughs) excuse me, other people's growth, people flock to that kind of leader because they see that person as a person that's going to help them achieve their greatest potential. And that flows us into the next one, which is kind of, if you look at the title, it says ladder holding is a prequalifier for discovering a person's potential. It doesn't read really, I think as well as what John was trying to say. But what he's saying in this is that if you're holding someone's ladder, you can see firsthand their potential. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of leaders, they're, I've, I've said this in a bunch of my classes that, that the higher a person goes in an organization, the higher you go in an organizational chart, let's say, um, the less you are doing and the more you are strategically thinking and, and building the team type of thing. So my, my point there is the president of the CEO really has only two jobs, two main jobs, strategic direction and making sure the team is ready to, to achieve that. Now, when I say that, you know, they're not doing, no, they're doing plenty, but they're not doing day-to-day activities to get product shipped type of thing. And it really is an extremely time-consuming job. But if that person is making sure they're holding ladders for people, they can see those who have the greatest potential to climb the highest, to advance the organization. So just, just think about if you were sitting there holding a ladder for somebody, you're right up close and personal. You can see how well they tackle one challenge to the next challenge. You know how often do they slip on a wrong type of thing? Um, is there additional coaching that might be needed? But you're you're right there, being able to 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 evaluate. I guess is the best word potential. That's why I guess John calls it a pre qualifier. And then the last step on this one is that ladder holding over time multiplies your effectiveness. So, as a leader, we might say, "I don't have time to hold a ladder, and I'm saying, "No, you don't have time not to because you can't get anywhere on your own no, no if if a vision can be achieved by one person, it's a pretty small vision.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The bigger the vision, the bigger the team. So, my team becomes those people whose ladders I've been holding and As they grow, as they develop, they lift the organization. Cause they're the and and they will then begin to hold ladders for other people. So that's how you get this actual multiplication of efforts
3: when you start seeing, when you start holding the ladder. Did that make sense what I just said? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Because you know, when I get done sometimes like, did that make any sense? But that's why you're here to help make sure it does make sense.
0: I think most of us are more familiar with the ladder climbing portion of this, and yeah, the ladder holding, I think, requires a little more reflection and thought. And right, um, you know, th- I think trying to identify people that, you know, in your life or that you know you've seen in other people's lives that have had that role can help kind of solidify that that image right. of um, yes. of the idea.
1: And And what I really want people to think about is this: um, I, re- I honestly want people to stop and think of a time when they were standing on a ladder that wasn't on solid ground,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and somebody came to hold the ladder. It is completely you have a completely different feeling because now you're not afraid to climb, and that's the value of a ladder holder.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: People are not afraid yeah and and you know that's that's one of the things that I realized reflecting back on Don du was I would have in fact when they offered me the position, I didn't say I would take it right away, uh 'cause I was the plant manager, but when I did take it, i said i i am I will accept it under this one condition, and he said, What's that and i said well that that you you allow me to be the v p of operations for one year and you act as president." And then you mentor me. And I said, and that I don't, I don't even know if I mentioned mentoring, but I said that, you know, you basically teach me type of thing. And I said, and I only become president once you believe that I have been able to, that I can really do the job. And he goes, okay. I mean, it was just that quick. (laughs) Um, Because I think he had already figured that I could, and he already probably knew that he'd have to hold the ladder. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't afraid. I didn't understand all the dynamics of the job. I didn't need to. He did. But I knew that if he believed in me, I would just keep climbing. And I remember the last time I saw him, before he passed away, I was giving him a tour of the building we were in. And I thanked him. And he kind of chuckled because he was, you know, he was such an amazing guy that when he entered the room, somebody one time said to me, uh, Peter Meyer, another one of my mentors uh, here on this earth, used to run G.A. Braun he uh, said to me, oh, when Don du entered the room, the room got brighter. That was just the way Don was. Mm-hmm. But as we're walking through our planted self-lock, and I thanked him for all his help, he just laughed and he goes, oh, you made it so easy because you wanted to learn. And that was another lesson. He, even in that, you know, that he was teaching me that when you find somebody that wants to learn, hold the ladder. And make sure we don't use just a little step ladder. We want some big ladders because <laughs> we want our folks to really grow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, next week, two more phases ladder extending and ladder building. Good. And that's it.
0: Awesome. Looking forward to it.
1: Hey, it's going to snow this weekend.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me that.
1: Uh, well, you know, it's a, one of these little last hurrah kind of things. So who knows, right?
0: As long as it's not a Mother's Day like it was last yes, year. Yes,
1: no Mother's Day <laughs> storms. No, we've we've had enough Mother's Days when it snowed. And I don't know. Maybe I, maybe maybe Tim and I'll do some skiing Saturday. We'll yeah, see, I, I was know. just going to ask. Depends you if on we're if we get, get ni- some in. Well, you know, if we get some nice snow, we will. If not, yeah. it's like, eh, yeah, I don't want to ski on ice. So mm-hmm. I'm too old for that. <laughs> So with that, I'm Dave Freund.
0: I'm Marissa Norcross. And
1: this was The Next Beat.